The following is another Classic Hits Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Basketball. Baseball pass to break the press. Michelson again. Bounce pass Shockey. They know how to run that. Shockey lays it up and in. And an 8-0 run to start the third quarter here for Amherst. Tonight, it's a Fort Kearney Conference doubleheader from Sumner as the SEM Mustangs battle the Amherst Broncos. High School Basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. Schroeder picked up their man-to-man by Quintana. Picks up his dribble, gives it to Eggleston. Eggleston near midcourt now. Slow drive right side. Kick over here for Nathan Schroeder. Schroeder on the baseline. Good ball fake. Puts up the shot and he's fouled. And he hit the shot. Both girls' teams are coming off wins and look to keep their winning streak going tonight. The boys will feature the top two seeds in next week's conference tournament. And the winner will be alone at the top in the league standings. It's the Broncos and Mustangs coming up next. But first in your Tech Seed pregame show... We'll take you live to Sumner with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. And good evening, everyone, from SEM High School in Sumner. It's time for Thursday night Fort Kearney Conference basketball action here on Classic Hits 98.9 and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. With our producer-engineer, Ed Smith, I'm Doug Duda. Should be a couple of really competitive basketball games. While the girls have struggled a little bit, the boys are at the top of the Fort Kearney Conference standings and could be the first of two meetings here in the next week as we get ready for the FKC tournament next week, and we'll talk about that as things progress. We've also got basketball tonight on 1230 AM KHAS, the semifinals of the Centennial Conference Girls Tournament, as Hastings St. Cecilia is in Wahoo to take on Bishop Newman, the overall all-class number one team in the state. Also tonight, Central Catholic is playing Lincoln Christian. Some other good games in the area, kind of a rivalry night. Gibbonwood River, Sandy Creek, Sutton, Eustace Farnham, Elwood. Some good matchups around the area as well tonight in high school hoops. But tonight, everyone is ready to jam it in here. It's not very far up along Highway 2 here where you can put folks, uh, along Highway, excuse me, where you can uh, put some folks together. Uh, good rivalry has been competitive over the past. Maybe not every single year, but it should be tonight. Amherst SEM. Not only do they know each other, we're related to each other. They're married into the families, the opposing coaches, and all kinds of things. So it is very tight. They know each other, and it should be a heck of a ball game tonight on the boys' side. For the girls, SEM has only won two games, but they won their last one out over Eustace Farnham, uh, who is obviously a higher seed than them uh, in the FKC tournament next week. So they were able to taste a little uh, victory there last time out last week. And for the Amherst girls, they have won their last two ball games over Wilcox, Hildreth, and uh, Elwood. So they go for a three-game winning streak to take into the conference tournament. We'll take time out and be back with a look at the starting lineups for tonight's doubleheader, starting with the girls, Amherst and SEM, right after this. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology. 
tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Time now to take a look at the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the Amherst Lady Broncos, number five, a five-foot, ten-inch sophomore, Emily Palmer. Number 11, a 5'8 junior, Emily Arnold. Number 15, a 5'5 senior, Michaela Tincher. Number 30, a 5'7 senior, Michaela Michelson. And number 45, a six-foot sophomore in Jaden Shockey. The head coach of the Amherst Lady Broncos is Nathan Dietz, assisted by Kaylee Eckout and Shelby Hemmen. Six and 11 on the season, but winners of their last two. For the SEM Mustangs, number 10 is a five foot six inch sophomore in Jocelyn Sonson. Number 14, a 5'5 five five senior, Sage Williams. Number 20, a 5'7 junior, Michaela Dittmer. Number 40, a 5'9 sophomore, Lindsay Dittmer. And number 42, a 5'10 junior, Sarah Rip. The head coach in her first year, just like Nathan Dietz is in his first year at Amherst, is Kathy Peterson, assisted by John Rohde and Megan Hunt, picking up their second win of the season. Last time out, they are 2-11. And, and those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. No new injuries to report, but of course, out since the third game of the season for Amherst is Madison Murphy with that knee injury. Uh, both teams have fought a little illness here, but really feeling about as good as they can going into the conference tournament from an illness and injury standpoint. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. We're about ready to get our doubleheader underway. Amherst and SEM here tonight on KKPR-FM. Kearney, Eddyville, Amherst, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We'll tip it off next. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. As a proud supporter of the athletes and academics, Scott of Slyker Heating and Air Conditioning would like to extend a great thank you to everyone. When you need a new unit or service on your furnace, air conditioner, or heat pump, trust Slyker Heating and Air. Scott takes great pride in his community and all the athletes in and out of the game. From the smallest job to the biggest, Slyker does it personally so you know you can trust that it's done right. Slyker Heating and Air, serving Cumro and surrounding area. We are on a mission for more. At Producers Hybrids, we think, work, and live outside the bag. That's what makes us different. As the leader in the Western Corn Belt, we focus on superior products, elite genetics, and cutting-edge trait technologies. 
we are exceedingly greater and outyield the rest. Contact your local dealer, Jared Kenny, today at 308 440 9832 or visit producershybrids.com. We are Producers Hybrids. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stocker, a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. SEM and the home white with the purple trim and gold, the traveling red and white trim for Amherst, and they will win the opening tip. And we are underway as SEM is going to come out and play a 1-3-1 zone. The first shot of the game will be a three from the corner. That is in and out, no good. The offensive putback will not go for Jaden Shockey, and coming out of there with it will be Michaela Dittmer, and that's how our ball game will start. So SEM with their first offensive set. Amherst also going to come out and play zone here to start the basketball game. Looks like a 2-3 as SEM tries to get things going early on here with Michaela Dittmer giving it up top to Songson. Playing catch around the perimeter, just checking out what Amherst wants to do here. Looks for the cutter, nothing there for Dittmer. And they'll rotate it around to the right side to Sage Williams. Back into the corner, they'll go to Dittmer. Good defense by Amherst, just kind of packing it in. And too many passes here for SEM. They end up throwing the basketball away on their opening possession. So Amherst will take it in in front of their own bench, Emily Parker, to throw it in. So both teams, new coaches, some young kids, had to fight through some injuries, trying to get things put together here as they get to the important part of the season now. Conference on. Here's another three for Emily Arnold, this time from the right corner. It's no good. And the rebound brought down by Lindsey Dittmer. And Amherst cannot come up with a three on their first two possessions. So SEM will bring the ball up the floor, and Sage Williams We'll keep it wide. They're trying to spread the floor here, but Amherst just packs in that zone. They really don't chase you. 19-footer is on the way from the outside. No good. Offensive rebound, Sarah Rip Put back up. No good. That'll be grabbed by Sage Williams, and they'll have another opportunity. Free throw line. Lindsey Dittmer didn't want it. Gets it back over to Rip, and they want to reset things. Need some help. They'll get a three from the left wing that's off the mark that time for Sage Williams, and it goes out of bounds off of SEM. Looks like both teams are going to be able to shoot a few threes just from the first 90 seconds of the ball game. Amherst definitely packs that zone in, and it looks like now more of a 3-2 zone look for SEM as they bring up top Lindsey Dittmer. Amherst throws it around the perimeter, tries to dump it inside to Michelson, reaching over the top and deflecting it out of bounds. Will be Lindsey Dittmer, and Coach Dietz wants to go to the bench here and bring in Taryn Hadwiger. Hadwiger... Just getting back a week ago after missing six games with a foot injury that uh, kept her out since the holiday tournament. They try to lob it into her. It's underthrown, and we're going to get a jump ball situation. The arrow will point the way of SEM. So each team a turnover here in the first two minutes of the ball game. Still looking for our first points. Neither team is a high-scoring basketball team. Either team gets to 40. They're going to feel like they're going to win the basketball game here tonight. Amherst tries to put on a little zone press, but SEM has no problem getting around it, and they'll get into their half-court set here as Songson swings it over to Sage Williams. Into the corner, they get it to Dittmer. Lindsey gets a look at a jumper from 12 and buries it. Lindsey Dittmer with the first bucket of the ball game, and SEM 2-0, 5.50 to go here in the first quarter as Amherst hustles the ball in the front court to Emily Palmer, tries to lob it down to Shockey. She's a forced inside, but they double up on her, and she shuffles the feet for the travel. So back over to SCM. One thing that has bothered Amherst, especially playing some of the more athletic teams in SCM, too, is the press, as SCM will throw it away against the Amherst press. 
And it'll be Emily Arnold. Can't take it in. She'll swing it to Palmer. 16-footer is on the way. No good. Rebound grabbed by the Mustang. Sage Williams pushes the ball across the timeline and then just stops. Hadwiger goes for the steal. Can't get it over to Michaela Dittmer. She'll put up a 12-footer. It bounces off the rim. No good. Fight for the loose ball, and Jaden Shockey will grab it here for the Broncos. Amherst still looking for their first points, and we are three minutes into the ball game. Lob it into the paint to Hadwiger. And a foul going to be called as she was collapsed on by three Mustangs. Lonnie Kretzenstein says that the foul is on Lindsey Dittmer. That is the first of the game. And Amherst wastes no time getting it in underneath their own hoop. Into the corner, they'll go to Tensioner. Drop it back down to Hadwiger on the post. Makes the move, gets fouled. And that might be back-to-back fouls here on Lindsey Dittmer. So two quick ones there on the sophomore. Michaela the junior, Lindsey the sophomore, and they are ready to sub in. And Taryn Hadwiger is going to go to the line and shoot a pair of free throws here to try and get Amherst on the board. The first one clanks off the rim, no good. And checking into the ball game, Sarah Gladder, a freshman. I mean, most of the roster after the starters filled with freshmen. Second free throw, it's no good. And the rebound will be ripped down by the freshman, Gladder, who just came in. Outlet pass for SEM, tries to get it to Michaela Dittmer, knocked away. Not a lot of room here. It's an old gym at SEM, but it holds it well. The atmosphere will be great uh, once we get uh, into the latter stages of both games. But uh, there is not a lot of room along the sidelines. And so some of the fans have to pull their feet back just to not be on the floor. 2-0 SEM, 4.50 to go here in the first quarter. Three-pointer on the way by Sunkson. Off the heel, no good. Rebound got loose on the floor. Amherst had it, and Emily Palmer is able to save it. And the outlet pass for a fast break underneath the layup is no good. Then Hadwiger gets the offensive putback. Taryn Hadwiger gets the first points of the game off. The Palmer miss, and all that action, it's just 2-2. Two to two. As Shockey is able to reach over the top of Sarah Rip and deflect the entry pass. Amherst gets it right back, runs the floor to Palmer on the left wing, kicks it back out, top for the three. Emily Arnold missed her first two, but drops that one home. And Amherst gets their first lead at 5-2, to two, and that allows them to put pressure on, and SEM's in all kinds of trouble, and they're going to have to call a timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with 4.09 to go. In the first quarter of play, it is Amherst 5 and SEM 2. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. Welcome back to SEM. Big thanks to Athletic Director William Wagner and the crew for their hospitality. As we are underway in our girls' game, Amherst has taken a 5-2 lead here after not scoring in the first three minutes. They get back-to-back buckets, and they are up by three as SEM comes out of the timeout. Working it against the zone, running through the cutter. Oh, Jocelyn Songson wasn't expecting to pass. It was a bullet pass from about three feet, and SEM will lose the basketball as Amherst runs the floor. Tensioner in the right-hand corner, gets it down to Hadwiger. Turnaround jumper from five is good. Amherst knows what they want to do against this zone, and that's get it down to the post. And a reach-in foul on Amherst as SEM brings the ball up the floor. Going to be called on Emily Palmer. First foul of the game 
on the Broncos. Reinertsen, Kratzenstein, Crotzel. If you can spell all three of those last names without messing it up, you get a cookie. 335 to go first quarter, 7-2 now in favor of the Broncos after SEM got the first bucket, and they are trying to get it inside themselves. In the left-hand corner with it is Sarah Gladder. Dribbles it off a foot. The ball is loose. Picked back up by the Mustangs, forcing the jumper, but knocking it down is Michaela Dittmer. Dittmer assumed that when she turned around, she was going to have an open look, and there was a hand in her face. She kind of adjusted mid-shot, but knocked it down, and it's 7-4. to four. Amherst with the three-point lead, and there's Hadwiger underneath again. Nice pass from Titchener, and the layup for Hadwiger. She's got six of the nine, but give credit to her guards getting her the ball. 9-4, Amherst by five, under three minutes to go here in the first quarter. On the high post with it, Sarah Rip Over on the wing for the three-pointer, Michaela Dittmer knocks it home. So each team has a three-pointer early on. Second bucket for Michaela. 9-7 Amherst with 2.45 to go here in quarter number one. The three-pointer for Amherst was made by Emily Arnold, and she's got it into the left-hand corner. Michelson, 13-footer, knocks it home. And so if the shots start to fall, everybody gets a little more comfortable, and they are starting to fall after a pretty quiet first three minutes. Here's another three. This time Sage Williams off the heel, no good. High in the air. We're going to get a tie-up for the rebound between Abby Martinson, who just checked in, and Sarah Gladder. The arrow points the way of SEM. It should point the way of SEM. I don't think they switched the uh, arrow. Excuse me, Amherst. Maybe I made the mistake. That's exactly what happened. Amherst with a basketball as they try to get it to Hadwiger. This time SEM saw it. Hadwiger had been getting it on the right block the first three times. This time she rotated around to the left, and there to knock it away, Sarah Rip. Amherst will throw it in. Also checking in, Natalie Kratzer. So Kratzer's out there, Martinson, Michelson, along with Hadwiger and Arnold. And Arnold has it out at the top of the circle, backs up a little bit and gets it to Martinson against this zone defense. Kind of almost a box and one trying to keep an eye on Hadwiger now is Sarah Rip. Left elbow, Martinson's left alone. 14-footer, banks in. Martinson becomes the fourth different Bronco to score here in the first quarter. And after not getting anything in the first three minutes, they've got 13 points here in just the next couple. So everything falling right now as they try to match up. Left-handed jumper on the way by Rip. No good. Rebound brought down by Martinson. And Amherst may have a little something going here. Now up by six. Let's see if SEM can come away with a stop. Michelson swings it over to Kratzer. Open three. Natalie just a tad strong. Rebound comes out long to Sage Williams. Outlet pass trying to go all the way home. And the layup is good. Sage thought about making the pass and just kept dribbling. You could see her head look up like she wanted to throw it, but takes it coast to coast for her. First bucket, 13-9. Amherst leading it here by four. In the corner, Martinson doesn't take long to get the jumper away. This time it won't go, and Michaela Dittmer will get the rebound. Up the floor she comes, fires it to Jocelyn Songson, and Songson will wait for her teammate. Sage Williams takes the top of the circle back to Songson. Amherst kind of extending the zone, wanted to go high post to Rip, but Rip wasn't looking, and SEM gives it away for the fifth time as Arnold brings it up the floor. Back to the trailer, Martinson. Back roll on the left wing to Arnold. Arnold starts to drive, pulls up from 10. The shot rattles out, no good. Ball rebounded by Songson on the deflection. Up the floor come the Mustangs. Down by four, 25 seconds to go in the quarter. Here's Michaela Dittner with a left-hand dribble. And before she can get to the hoop, we've got a hand-check foul called on Amherst. 
And that's going to go on Natalie Kratzer, her first, and the team's second. Don't forget you can always hear our high school sports streamed live online at PlatteRiverPreps.com, brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. On the inbounds, the three-pointer blocked by Kratzer. So after the foul, Natalie blocks it away, and Amherst has the ball with 15 seconds to go in the quarter. Arnold with it at the top of the circle, gives it to Martinson on the left wing. Arnold back over to Kratzer with seven seconds. Into the corner, Michelson on the low block, trying to get it inside, knocked away. It's deflected out to Kratzer, has to force the shot at the buzzer, and they call a foul on SEM. Sage Williams kind of tried to reach around, and she got a lot of ball, but she also knocked her on the arm. They're going to say that her toe was on the line, and so it will be two free throws. Sage Williams with her first personal foul. And Kratzer puts the free throw up and in. There's just a half a second left here, so unless there's an offensive putback for Amherst, this should be it. Monica Murphy's in there. Second free throw now by Kratzer, and she'll put it up, and that one bounces off, and that'll be the end of the first quarter of play. The Amherst Lady Broncos, 14. The SEM Lady Mustangs, 9. Fort Kearney Conference Basketball here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Today's farm tractor is a workhorse for farmers and ranchers. That is why Stryker Tractor Service of Eddyville is in such demand. With over 40 years of experience, they repair and offer free troubleshooting advice on all tractors. Stryker Tractor Service sells used tractors and stocks a variety of starters, alternators, and clutches. To keep your workhorse going strong, call Stryker Tractor Service in Eddyville. Is a proud sponsor of this broadcast. Good luck from everyone at Stryker Tractor Service. As a soybean grower, what does it mean when DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go? When it's planting time, they deliver seed when, where, and how you need it. Your local Pioneer team is on call to provide the service, products, and insight for your acres with soybean varieties that stand up to sudden death syndrome. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis are your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. Well, our producer engineer, Ed Smith, Doug Duda, back with you here at Sumner. Eddie Miller High School in Sumner, ready to go to the second quarter of play. And it will be Mustang basketball trailing by a score of 14-9. to Amherst got their offense in gear in the second half of that first quarter, led by the six points of Taryn Hadwiger, all on five-footed-in shots on the block. Five turnovers for SEM, two for Amherst. Rebounds, 10 for the Mustangs, 10 for Amherst. As the ball gets inside, and it's going to be ripped out of there by Jaden Shockey. And a steal on the opening possession of the second quarter. Amherst wants to run to Michelson on the left wing. Numbers aren't there. Kicks it back out. Palmer, skip pass. Arnold, 4-3. It's good. Second three-pointer for Emily Arnold. Amherst is now 2-4-5. SEM was also 1-4 in the first quarter of play from the outside. Now the second free throw or second uh, opportunity for SEM. Starting the quarter, Janaea Pierce. Pierce comes to the baseline, has to kick it back out to Michaela Dittmer. Dittmer cans the three, but they wave it off. She traveled before getting the shot away. And those are the little things that make a difference. As a short time there for Pierce, she'll check back out. Remember, Lindsay Dittmer has a couple of fouls right now for SEM. Outside of that, everybody's okay. She is in there to start this second quarter. Michelson on the high post, gets it to Arnold, right back out top to Palmer. Reverse it, weak side, Tensioner outside the arc. Looking inside for Shockey. They box her in, and a jump ball going to be called. The arrow will point the way of Amherst, so they will 
hold on to the possession, take it out underneath their own hoop with the original five starters here to begin the second quarter. Lob into Shockey, comes out into the corner, trying to knock it out of her hands, Michaela Dittmer. Instead, Amherst gets it up top, rotates it for Palmer. Open 14-footer is good. Emily Palmer and Amherst shooting the ball well right now from pretty much everywhere on the floor. They've knocked down some jump shots, and they lead it by 10. Quick three at the other end answers Michaela Dittmer. Michaela has eight of the 12 points, and both teams have knocked down two threes, 19-12. 6.20 to go in the first half. Left elbow Michelson into Shockey. Turnaround jumper from six. Off the iron, no good. Rebound Brown brought down by Lindsey Dittmer. Gives it to Songson. Gets across the timeline. Almost got crossed over there, but got rid of the basketball in time to Sage Williams. Back over to Dittmer. And now nothing working, so they'll just reset it, refocus it. And uh, Sage Williams says, let's get after it again. Sage has the top of the circle, swings it over to Songson. She'll try the three. She'll hit the three. Back-to-back threes for SEM. And that 10-point lead gets cut to four in a heck of a hurry when you knock them down. Emily Arnold eyes a three at the other end. Instead, back out to Palmer. Middle of the floor, 17-footer, no good. Shockey goes over the top, forces a jump ball. The arrow points the way of SEM as Lindsey Dittmer will get her third rebound. Don't forget at the half. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report will go down the first half stats. We'll look at the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament brackets next week. A little preview of the boys' game. And again, don't forget the FKC semifinals and finals on ESPN 1460 as SEM drives baseline. The short jumper will not go for Sarah Gladder. And the rebound brought down by Jaden Shockey. That would have cut it to two. Gladder got a good look. Just wouldn't go. Tensioner for three at the other end. It's off the iron to Arnold, who's open at the free throw line, and she'll hit it. The miss three clanked right out to the free throw line, and Emily Arnold scores on her first board, 21-15 Amherst, as Dittmer works the left wing. A lot of it over on the left side, but now Songson for three, and she's got back-to-back threes, three in a row here to start the second quarter and keep SEM in the ballgame. 21-18, Broncos on top. As they work against the zone, top of the circle, Palmer tried to get it to Arnold. The ball knocked away. Steal is made by Sage Williams. Crossover, takes it in, and it's going to be blocked away by Emily Palmer. Nice play by Palmer to reject the layup opportunity for SEM Sage Williams. 21-18, it was 14-9 after one. Hadwiger in at the high post, kicks it back out, Arnold, top of the circle. Tensioner takes a dribble, lobs it inside, and the foul will send Hadwiger to the line. SEM thought Tensioner was going to shoot the ball. At the last minute, she dumped it inside to Taryn Hadwiger, who missed a couple of free throws in the first quarter, but does have six points. The foul will be on Michaela Dittmer, her first. 4.19 to go here in the first half of play as Hadwiger puts the first free throw up, and it is good, 22-18 to 18 Amherst. More basketball tomorrow here on Classic Hits. Carney High at Omaha West Side, and then Saturday afternoon, Carney High at Lincoln High on ESPN 1460. Tomorrow at 5.30, Saturday, 2.45. Second free throw, Hadwiger. Up and off the front of the rim, no good. Ball deflects into the hands of Michaela Dittmer, and SEM needs some help in the backcourt. She gave her dribble up. Gets it there to Janaea Pierce, who came in during that free throw. Pierce, nobody guards her, brings it in, runs into Hadwiger, falls down. They let it go. Hadwiger reaches down and ties her up. The jump ball will go to Amherst. Eight turnovers for SEM in the ball game, only three for the Broncos. 22-18 Amherst. 
Midway through the second quarter with four minutes to go as Palmer stops the top of the circle. Arnold into the corner. They'll lob it to Michaela Tensioner. Ball fake. Tries the baseline. Cut off there by Michaela Dittmer. Has to kick it out of there. Back up top, Palmer. Now over to the left side to Abby Martinson. Back up Palmer into Hadwiger. Working hard. Turnaround jumper draws the foul. The third of the game on Lindsey Dittmer. And she will have to check out, you would assume here, as back to the line is going to be Taryn Hadwiger. Amherst really working hard to get the ball into the post, whether it's her or Shockey. And Hadwiger has had a little bit more success as the first free throw is up and in. 23-18. Second free throw now. Up and no good. And the rebound brought down by Sarah Gladder, her third. Outlet pass tipped out of bounds. Not sure the officials are sure. They, they didn't see what had happened. And they are going to give the ball to Amherst. I think that was simply they started up the floor. The officials turned their eyes to run up the floor and weren't sure. So they decide that it went off of SEM, and Amherst has the ball in a five-point lead with 3.40 to go here in the second quarter. Palmer up top against the 2-1-2 zone. Swings it left side to Michaela Tensioner, skips it to Arnold. She catches. She fires the three. It spins out no good. Martinson had it for a moment, knocked out of her hands and out of bounds. It'll belong to SEM. So Amherst right now is two out of seven from three-point land, a majority of those from Emily Arnold. SEM is four out of seven after hitting all three attempts here in the quarter and then a walk against the press here for the Mustangs. So that's really the difference, a plus-seven turnover right now. Amherst in favor of that. So they have garnered seven more giveaways, and they're up by five. When SEM hasn't been turning it over, they've been scoring. Amherst just has missed on a couple more threes. Arnold into the corner to Martinson. Lobs it to Hadwiger around the double team. Good pass backdoor. Michelson wide open. Layup is good. Hadwiger was double teamed. She didn't force it. She found Michelson, and the lead is back up to seven at 25-18. Three minutes to go here in the first half. Left elbow, 10-footer. Turnaround jumper by Sarah Rip. Won't go. Martinson grabs the loose basketball. Quick outlet to Arnold on the right wing. Gets it to Tinscher. And Michaela stops at the top of the circle to get things set up. Back over to Arnold and Michaela. Right side, there's Martinson outside the arc. Kind of sagging down, so the three-pointer at the top of the key by Tensioner is no good. Pulled down by Hadwiger, and she is hammered again. And she will go to the line again. This is the fourth trip to the line in the first half for Taryn Hadwiger. Third here in the quarter. We still have 2.36 to go. The foul on Sage Williams will be her second. And the team's sixth first free throw. No good. So the lead would be a little bit bigger, but Hadwiger's struggling right now from the free throw line. Kratzer back in for Amherst. And for SEM, Michaela Dittmer. They leave Lindsay Dittmer back in there. Sarah Rip, along with Sage Williams and Sarah Gladder. So Songson on the bench at the moment. Second free throw. Hadwiger, it's home. So Taryn... Has hit one out of two every trip here in the quarter. Late sub, Amherst will get Monica Murphy into the ball game. 26-18 Amherst. They were up 10, back-to-back threes, cut it to four for SEM, and now back out to an eight-point contest. It was 21-18, so five in a row here for the Broncos as the left-handed dribble is pushed up there by Sarah Gladder all the way to the left baseline, stops, kicks it out, gets it right back, doesn't want the shot. Looking at a three, nothing there for Williams. 
Almost traveled because there was nobody to pass it to. Now Sarah Rip takes it in the corner. Underneath the Dittmer, her one-hand turnaround jumper is good. Lindsay Dittmer hitting a tough contested shot for her second bucket of the ball game. 26-20 Amherst. Here's Kratzer open three. Natalie on that. And Kratzer with her first bucket of the ball game. 29-20. Broncos lead it by nine. And we are going to get a timeout called here by SEM. Over the final two minutes, they hope to get back closer than nine points. It'll be their ball, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank this time out with the score Amherst 29, SEM 20. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Carney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Doug Duda back with you here on Classic Hits 98.9 KKPR-FM. Carney Hastings Grand Island, a minute 54 to go in the first half. Amherst 29, SEM 20 in the girls game. And a three-pointer out of the timeout is going to come up short by Michaela Dittmer. And trying to save it from going out of bounds, Rip couldn't get there in time. So Amherst has the basketball and has a chance for a double-digit lead. SEM was late getting somebody to the table again. Amherst did it once. This time SEM did it. But they'll sub in. And checking in will be Faith Weitzel. Amherst basketball. Can they go up by double digits for the second time? Emily Arnold with it. Over to Kratzer. Top of the circle. Looks for the cutter. Nothing there. Back to Arnold. She'll get the three. She'll hit it. The third three in the quarter for Amherst. Arnold has three threes in the game. And the lead is now 12. 32-20. It's an 11-2 run by Amherst. SEM gets it into the right-hand corner with the dribble drive. Weitzel. Martinson reaches in and pokes it away. Ron Evans grabs the basketball, or no, excuse me, Les Adelung grabs the basketball, assistant coach down there for the Broncos. Boys game next. Here's Weitzel for three on the inbounds. It's no good. Backside rebound is grabbed by Sage Williams, and she's going to dribble it out of there, take it all the way up top, give it to Weitzel, back to her on the left wing. Starts to dribble into the double team, cut off by Michelson, and they're going to call her for a travel. Michelson got to handle the basketball. And when you have all that momentum going and you get stuck, that's exactly what happened to Williams. She travels. Turnover number 11 for SEM. One minute to go here in the first half. And Amherst has separated themselves for the time being. Kratzer off the screen. Good bounce pass inside, but Murphy couldn't handle it. And it's going to be taken away by SEM. Long outlet pass. Arnold runs it down and gets it right back here for the Broncos. Up to Michelson with 40 seconds to go in the quarter to Kratzer. Stops at the arc, gives it back in the paint to Michelson, and she was going to take the shot, and Sarah Rip was there to put a hand on it and cause her to travel. So that's back-to-back turnovers for Amherst, and only five on the Broncos here in the half. 35 seconds to go 
for SEM. Down 32-20 as they bring it into the front court. Really, both teams playing a little bit better offensively than most of the season. High post, they get it to rip. Contested 15-footer in the left-hander. Knocks down her first shot of the game. Still plenty of time here for Amherst as they bring it into the front court with 15 seconds. Arnold gets by her defender, Weitzel. Looks for the back cut, Martinson. Hands it to her. It's going to be tipped away. Ball is still loose. Michelson under the hoop gets it to Martinson. She missed the jumper. Rebound brought down by Sage Williams. And can they get a half-court shot away? Well, they did, but they traveled, and they call them for the travel as time expires. So at the end of the first 16 minutes here in our Fort Carney Conference Girls Contest, it's the Amherst Lady Broncos, 32, and the SEM Lady Mustangs, 22. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Stay with us. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. As a proud supporter of the athletes and academics, Scott of Slyker Heating and Air Conditioning would like to extend a great thank you to everyone. When you need a new unit or service on your furnace, air conditioner, or heat pump, trust Slyker Heating and Air. Scott takes great pride in his community and in all the athletes in and out of the game. From the smallest job to the biggest, Slyker does it personally so you know you can trust that it's done right. Slyker Heating and Air, serving Cumro and surrounding area. With our producer engineer, Ed Smith, I'm Doug Duda, back at SEM High School, where we have reached the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Halftime of the girls' game, it is the Amherst Lady Broncos, 32, and the SEM Lady Mustangs, 22. Coming up next, the boys' contest between the two state-rated teams with Amherst growing and SEM kind of staying about the same. It's the number three team in C2, Amherst at 15-1, making the state semifinals last year, taking on an SEM team that is 11-0 and ranked ninth in Class D2. But why are they ninth and undefeated? Well, have they played anybody? Their biggest win of the season is Elm Creek. Uh, and they beat them in the third game of the year. And that's what kind of really opened everybody's eyes because uh, Amherst and Elm Creek coming into the uh, conference season were expected to really be the one and two teams. And now you've got SEM putting themselves in there. Overton maybe playing a little bit better than some people expected. And Wilcox Hildreth has got things going here over the month of January. But SEM, you take a look at the teams they've played here recently. The last team that they have played with a winning record was Elm Creek. 
in game three of the season. Twin Loop, who they beat by 18, currently sets at 7-7. Seven and seven. So a lot of the teams that they have played, either in the conference or maybe more to the west here, uh, just have not had outstanding top ten type of seasons, and they still have plenty to be tested with. Amherst tonight, then, of course, the FKC tournament next week. Then they play Twin Loop again on February 7th, Overton, and South Loop, who is 10-2 and two on the season. So even though they haven't played a lot of teams with winning records, they will from here on out as they hope to make a D2 state tournament appearance. And uh, they have some decent uh, opportunities to do that when you look at the teams uh, right around here that are in their sub-district. For Amherst, of course, uh, they're playing well, 15-1. Uh, and one. They can put points on the board. They're averaging in the 70s. Uh, the only time that they were held down was against Arcadia Loop City, who's a 13-2 and two ball club. Their loss came to Kearney Catholic in the finals of the Amherst Holiday Tournament. Pretty close throughout. It ended up being 62-54. to 54. And, of course, the Stars are ranked in Class C1. And for uh, Amherst, uh, outside of Elm Creek, Wilcox, Hildreth, Shelton, that's who they still have to play when the FKC tournament comes to an end. We'll look at the FKC brackets and give you the first half stats of our girls game, which Amherst leads 32-22 right after this. We are on a mission for more. At Producers Hybrids, we think, work, and live outside the bag. That's what makes us different. As the leader in the Western Corn Belt, we focus on superior products, elite genetics, and cutting-edge trait technologies. We are exceedingly greater and out-yield the rest. Contact your local dealer, Jared Kenny today at 308-440-9832 or visit ProducersHybrids.com. We are Producers Hybrids. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. Today's farm tractor is a workhorse for farmers and ranchers. That is why Stryker Tractor Service of Eddyville is in such demand. With over 40 years of experience, they repair and offer free troubleshooting advice on all tractors. Stryker Tractor Service sells used tractors and stocks a variety of starters, alternators, and clutches. To keep your workhorse going strong, call Stryker Tractor Service in Eddyville. Is a proud sponsor of this broadcast. Good luck from everyone at Stryker Tractor Service. Welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. The Fort Carney Conference Tournament always plays their play-in games on Saturday, and both of these girls' teams will be in action. Amherst is the eighth seed and will play Wilcox-Hildreth on Saturday night at 6, while SEM will have to travel to Eustis-Farnham to play on Saturday night at 6 o'clock. Then the Amherst-Wilcox-Hildreth winner will play at Elm Creek Monday night at 7.45. The first game at Elm Creek is the 4-5 matchup, Pleasanton and Elwood. Then the Eustis Farnham SEM winner. And again, remember, SEM beat Eustis Farnham. That was their second win just last game out. And so maybe they've got a little magic there. The winner of that will play Axtell at Axtell Monday night at 745. The first game at Axtell will be Loomis and Overton. On the boys' side Saturday, Elwood is at Eustis Farnham at 745, and Axtell will be at Pleasanton at 745. The Eustis Farnham Elwood winner will be here at SEM Tuesday night at 745 and Overton and Wilcox Hildreth will have the 6 o'clock game. Then uh, 
over at Amherst. Amherst will play the Pleasanton Axtell winner at 745. The first game on Tuesday night there in the boys' quarters will be Elm Creek taking on Loomis. Let's take a look now at the first half stats here in our girls' contest. And first off, let's take a look at the uh, numbers for SEM. We have Jocelyn Songson with two threes. She has got six points here in the basketball game because of those three-pointers. One rebound. Sage Williams, two points and five rebounds. Michaela Dittmer leads the way. She's hit the team's other two three-pointers. She has eight points, and she also has three rebounds here in the contest. Sarah Gladder, three rebounds. Lindsay Dittmer, four points, three rebounds. And Sarah Ripp has two points and a rebound. 22 points, 16 rebounds. SEM has not been to the free-throw line. In fact, only two fouls have been called on Amherst. They are four of nine from three-point land, the 12 turnovers. Fouls for SEM, Lindsey Dittmer has three, and Sage Williams has two. For Amherst, Emily Palmer, two points, a rebound, and a block. Natalie Kratzer, four points, and a block. Emily Arnold leads the way with 11 points. She's hit three threes. She's got a rebound. Taryn Hadwiger, nine points, two rebounds. Michaela Michelson, four points. Abby Martinson, two points, three rebounds. And Jaden Shockey, four rebounds. 32 points, 11 rebounds, 4 out of 10 at the free throw line, 4 out of 10 from three-point land, two blocks and five turnovers. No foul trouble for Amherst, who leads SEM here at the half, 32-22. to And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. As a soybean grower, what does it mean when DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go? When it's planting time, they deliver seed when, where, and how you need it. Your local Pioneer team is on call to provide the service, products, and insight for your acres with soybean varieties that stand up to sudden death syndrome. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, are your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. SEM will get the ball here to start the second half of play. Trying to get the shot inside. It's no good. On the left corner from Rip, it goes out of bounds. And Amherst now will have the basketball. Leading it 32-22 to here in the first minute of quarter number three. Amherst has their original five starters out there. Arnold drives to the high post, kicks it into the corner. Palmer puts up a 10-footer. It bounces over the rim and in. Emily Palmer with her second bucket. That equals the largest lead of the game here for Amherst at 34-22. SEM hitting some threes early in the second quarter, keeping them in the game. Now they've got to find a way to hit a couple more and then get somebody outside. Arnold went for the steal, couldn't get it, so Williams drives. Her nine-footer is too strong. Off of Michelson and out of bounds. It will be SEM ball underneath their own hoop. And to throw it in will be Michaela Dittmer. 
Michaela leads the team with eight points right now. And as they throw it in, a travel going to be called. Same five starters also out there for SEM. Our Seeds to Success brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer. Science with service, delivering success. And obviously the big story right now is SEM has to do a little bit better job in the turnover battle. If they're going to commit this many, then they have to force a few, and they tried to trap Amherst in the corner, and we are going to get, before a five-second count, a timeout here by the Broncos. It'll be their first of the game. 6.44 to go in the third quarter of play. It is Amherst 34 and SEM 22. Our timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC. Again, Amherst is going for their third straight win. That would get them to 7-11. and 11. Uh, Neither team has to worry about uh, playing again before the conference tournament because both of them do play on Saturday. Uh, Amherst will play at Shelton and host Elm Creek, the number one seed after the tournament, while SEM goes to Twin Loop and hosts Overton. Out of the timeout, it will be Bronco basketball, and Palmer's left all alone, so she dribbles in, puts up the 10-footer, in and out, no good. Rebound grabbed by Lindsay Dittmer, her fourth, and then they wrestle her to the ground, and a jump ball going to be called. So she couldn't find any of her teammates, and Shockey came in there and tied her up, and that will give the ball back to Amherst. Those are the little things that will keep SCM from getting back into this basketball game as the inbounds pass comes to Palmer. Amherst, they just need to keep doing what they're doing. Their defense has been pretty good. Turnaround jumper Shockey in the paint, no good. That's been solid, but more for Hadwiger than for Jaden so far. And the rebound brought down by Michaela Dittmer, and they've been sharing time at the post. Up the floor, Rip has it deep in the right-hand corner. Tries to lob it inside to Dittmer. Turnaround jumper, a little off-balance, and it hits the heel. Shockey gets the rebound here for Amherst. Good idea, just didn't quite get squared up. Palmer will get it back out top to Tinchner. Tinchner with a 12-point lead to Arnold. Left-hand dribble. She comes inside, bounce pass to Michelson's off an SEM leg. We get another jump ball, and this one will go to SEM. Again, high school basketball. Tomorrow, here on Classic Hits, Carney High at Omaha West Side. And then on Saturday afternoon, Carney High is at Lincoln High, and that'll be on ESPN 1460. We will not have anything Monday for the play-in games, but Tuesday we will be at Carney Catholic. Ravenna will play either the Centura or Gibbon Girls, followed by the Ravenna Boys. And then the Carney High Hastings Boys and Girls doubleheader Tuesday night will be on ESPN 1460 and 1550. And then we get into the semifinals of the Fort Kearney Thursday and Friday at the Viero Events Center on ESPN 1460. And then Gibbon will host the Luplat on Classic Hits right here as the jumper is on the way. No good. Over the back trying to get the rebound is going to be Michaela Dittmer. That'll be her second foul. Martinson getting her fourth rebound for Amherst. First foul of the half for SEM. 5.32 to go here. Kind of a Similar start to the third quarter as we had in the first quarter with not much going on offensively in the first three minutes. Palmer up top of the basketball. Right-hand dribble to the elbow. Puts the runner up. Too strong. Rebound goes off the hands of Lindsey Dittmer and out of bounds. So SEM, who was winning the battle of the boards, has let two or three slip through their hands, and then the one they did get, they got a jump ball on and had to give it up. 
So another opportunity here for Amherst as Taryn Hadwiger's in there along with Martinson and Arnold. Now Titchener for three, and it's good. Michaela with her first bucket of the basketball game, the fifth three of the evening, and the biggest lead of the game for Amherst now at 15. At the other end, they get it to rip, and there is a little jumper for Sarah. They haven't got very many in the paint, and Sarah is able to put the jumper up and in, and that's the first points of the second half. At the other end, wasting no time, they get it inside. Turnaround jumper up and in for Taryn Hanwiger. She has 11. Arnold has 11 to lead the way for the Amherst Broncos as the ball, Abby Martinson reached in, probably should have been whistled for a foul there. It goes out of bounds and they just keep it with SEM, which is the right call. Mustang basketball underneath their own hoop. They'll fire it off to Sunkson. She'll put the jumper up, no good. Crashing in there and knocking people, trying to get the ball is Sage Williams and it just slid out into the hands of Emily Palmer. Palmer will push it up the floor. Nobody stops her. She takes it in with a right hand, too strong. And the rebound will be brought down by Sarah Rip, And we've got a foul underneath on Amherst trying to grab that basketball. Looks like Abby Martinson will be whistled for the foul. That'll be her first, and the, or excuse me, her second and the team's second. She has both of the fouls here in the third quarter. Only four total fouls have been called on Amherst as SEM breaks the press. Dittmer comes down. Michaela off balance, no good. Rip grabs the ball underneath, but she's behind the backboard and has it taken away by Natalie Kratzer. So good hustle by Rip, but then had nowhere to go with a basketball, and Kratzer will take it away. Good pass. Arnold underneath to Martinson, but her five-footer is too strong, and the rebound brought down by Sage Williams, her sixth. SEM coming up the floor, and as they try to keep her off the floor. Kratzer might have bumped her right in front of the scores table, trying to force her to dribble that ball out of bounds. Instead, Kratzer will be called for her second personal foul. 3.57 to go, third quarter. Amherst 39, SEM 24 here in the girls' game. The boys' game for the conference lead will be following as Songson's not covered. She'll put up the three too strong and the rebound brought down to the backside by Emily Arnold. Arnold so far hasn't scored, and as she was looking to take the pull-up jumper, just kind of lost the ball and is called for the travel. Eighth turnover for the Broncos. Fifteen, almost twice as many, though, for SEM, and now they trail by 15. It wasn't hurting them as much in the first half, but it is now as the game progresses, more of those turnovers turning into Amherst points. High post, trying to get it inside to Lindsey Dittmer. Not a lot of room, and Kratzer takes it away. Natalie going the other way, one on two, puts it up too strong. She was well defended, and then on the rebound, we're going to get a foul called as Michaela Dittmer grabs the rebound here for SEM. So SEM's been hustling. If they do turn it over, they're headed the other way. The foul here called on Taryn Hadwiger for Amherst. Coming in at 6-11, and 11, winners of their last two. SEM was looking for their first two-game winning streak because they are 2-11, but won the last game out as the ball is out of bounds again. And that means SEM will get to take the ball out underneath their own hoop. Again, the crowd filling in. Warning you folks, you don't want to be late. This isn't the biggest gym in the world. I know you want to see that boys game as Songson takes the shot, no good. Gets tipped all the way into the backcourt, but since it was touched by Amherst, Songson can grab the board. But they don't do anything with it. The outlet pass is deflected out of bounds. Kratzer got a hand on that one. And again, SEM headed the other way, but it is their basketball. Songson's in there with Glatter. You have got both Dittmers and Sage Williams. 
looking for Sage Williams. She grabs the top of the circle, takes one dribble, puts up the eight-foot runner. No good. Rebound to Sunkson, and she's fouled on the way up. A couple of weird bounces the last couple of trips down the floor. It looks like Amherst at this end had it boxed out. It looked like SEM at the other end had it boxed out. Next thing you know, a foul, and that one's on Kratzer, her third. So two free throws coming up here for Sonkson, and Jocelyn's first one is good. That is the first free throw attempt of the game for SEM, and it's only the third point of the quarter for the Mustangs, finding themselves down 39-25. Sonkson's second free throw on the way, and it is off the mark. Shockey, who's back in, will grab her sixth rebound. Outlet pass, they get it to Palmer. She has to run it down first, then hits the trailer. Michelson, nine-footer, no good. Shockey grabs a rebound, finds Michelson again, then has her shot blocked down there by Lindsey Dittmer. And Amherst will grab the loose ball over to Kratzer for three. It's off the iron, no good. Michelson trying to get the rebound. We're going to get a jump. And let's see which way the arrow points. It's going to go to Amherst. So they'll keep the ball with 2.36 to go here. In quarter number three underneath their own hoop. To Kratzer in the left-hand corner, up top to Michelson. And we're going to get another jump. Amherst fans wanted a foul because Jocelyn Songson kind of made contact, forcing her to go to the ground. And it ends up being an Amherst turnover. But definitely way more fouls called on SEM in the first half. Now more here on Amherst in the second half, but... It's just the trend of the ball game right now. 39-25, Amherst by 14, but they've slowed down here a little bit. It seems like they've scored more than just seven points in the quarter, but that's because SEM's only scored three in the ball game, taking a shot, Mackenzie Beattie. She'll take the 15-footer, no good. Rebound, Sage Williams in traffic, kicks it back out, Songson from the free throw line. It's no good, and it'll fall into the hands of Emily Arnold, and we'll head the other way. With it underneath, driving Palmer. Palmer puts it up. It rattles out, and she is going to draw the foul. Two minutes, two seconds to go. Third quarter. It remains 39-25. Emily Palmer, four points, makes her first trip to the line. Really, Hadwiger's about the only player that's been to the line a lot. As the free throw is up, and it is in. Five points for Palmer, 40-25. to Shockey comes out, and here comes Bailey Lambertus back in. And for SEM, they'll bring in the sophomore, Janaea Pierce. There are six freshmen on the bench here for Coach Peterson, one sophomore, one junior. Only the one senior in Williams on the entire team as the second free throw is up, and it is also good, so Palmer hits them both. 41-25, a 16-point cushion here for Amherst in the last two minutes of the third quarter. With it is Beattie, back up top to Songson. Swings it on the right elbow to Pierce, now out on the wing. Baseline, Gladder drives. She'll put the jumper up, and it will not go, but she was fouled. Boy, she really forced her way through the foul. She went up, got clobbered, and was strong enough to get a pretty good shot away. The foul will be whistled on Monica Murphy, who just checked in. Her first And two free throws here for Sarah Gladder, who has yet to score. And that free throw will skip out. No good. So Amherst has Michelson, Murphy, Lambertus, along with Palmer, and Titchener on the floor. Second free throw here for Gladder. On the way, and that hits the front of the rim. No good. Michelson will get the rebound. Her second 
for, SC, for Amherst. Long outlet pass. Tincher brings it to the corner. Now back out to the trailer. Palmer comes down the lane. Shot no good. Sarah Rip has the rebound. Knocked out of her hand, and Amherst can't quite get the steal. So here comes Songson with it. Tries to get it underneath. Rip is posted up, but the ball slides instead of bouncing on the bounce pass. And out of bounds it goes. So SEM hasn't been able to score and really hasn't got any looks from the outside. They hit a few threes in the first half, but only three points here in the quarter. And Amherst continues to pull away. Michelson underneath on the right block. Goes left. Nothing there. Back right. Has to kick it off and does to Lambertus. Back out top. They'll go to Tinsher. And reset it to Palmer. Emily in the center circle will give it off to Lambertus. Lambertus up top to Tinsher. Back on the right block, Michelson. Good defense here by SEM. Staying in that zone. The ball slips through the hands of the Broncos and is picked up by Jenea Pierce. Pierce will bring it into the front court and hand it off to Songson, who pulls up for the three. It's off the mark. No good. Rebound comes out to the top of the circle. Grabbed there by Mackenzie Beatty. And as she hands it to Rip, she'll be fouled, and we're shooting free throws. We're already in the bonus. That's the first foul of the game on Tincher. And free throws coming up here for Sarah Rip. Four points in the game. First free throw for the lefty is right through there. Makes it 41-26. SEM trailing, but they're averaging only about 29 points a game. Second free throw up and in. I'm sure Coach Peterson was hoping that the 47 they put up against Eustace Farnham last game out was going to carry over. But here in the third quarter, it slowed down. 41-27, 35 seconds to go. Michelson, left block, takes one dribble, makes one too many passes. Ball's knocked loose, and Amherst free-for-all underneath. They're finally going to have to call a jump with 24 seconds to go here in the quarter, and Amherst will maintain possession. Nobody could get it tied up. Amherst was kind of laying on it, (laughs) and SEM couldn't find where the ball was to force the jump. So Michelson to throw it in. They'll stack the... Left side of the lane, up around the free throw line. Kick it into the corner for Tensioner. Her three-pointer is no good, and then we're going to get an over-the-back foul called on Amherst as Sarah Rip had position underneath, Then we'll walk the other way. It'll be Monica Murphy with her second, and Rip, who just made two free throws, will try and add one and then two with the bonus. Not totally out of it yet. But they have to knock down some shots. Free throw, good. And this helps. One at a time. Clock not running. Still 21 seconds to go here in the third quarter of play. It's now 41-28, Amherst. And Rip trying to make her fourth straight free throw. Puts it up and short. Ball comes straight down. And a foul going to be called on SEM as Amherst. Bailey Lambertus had the rebound. And trying to take it away, Mackenzie Beatty with the foul. That'll be her first and the team's third. Amherst will have 20 seconds to get a shot away. SEM's going to put a little pressure onto the backcourt. We haven't seen this. Palmer throws it in, gets it to Tincher. Tincher uses a screen, brings it across the timeline right side. They sag on her. She drives the baseline, gets underneath the hoop. Then it's blocked and taken away by Sarah Rip. Rip, baseball pass to the other end. Beatty is waiting for it. She grabs it. She shoots it. She missed it. The rebound being tapped around. It goes into Michelson's hands, and that'll be the end of the third quarter. It would have been a nice little finish to the quarter had that went in for Beatty. She got a good look, and it just bounced all the way around and fell out. After three quarters of play in this Fort Carney Conference girls game, it is Amherst 41 at SEM 28. 
Aurora Cooperative Animal Nutrition Team is eager to serve your livestock production needs. Hello, this is Cody Heinrich. With winter in full swing, now is the time to start thinking about your spring mineral, livestock supplements, and equipment needs. Our Aurora team focuses on a personalized approach for your operation that includes customized ration balancing that works for you. Contact me or your local Aurora Cooperative Animal Nutritionist to learn more and take advantage of our early mineral and supplement booking programs. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work for your farm, your cooperative, and your future. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is here. The 10th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic, February 11th, with eight hand-picked quality high school basketball matchups, including Papillion La Vista versus Sunrise Christian Academy, a nationally known team out of Wichita. Area teams include Grand Island Central Catholic, Gothenburg, York, St. Cecilia, and Aurora. Get day-long admission for one low price at Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic. First tip-off at 9 a.m. Feature game tip-off at 9.15 p.m. Saturday, February 11th. Be there. Doug Duda back with you here at SEM High School, ready to go to the fourth quarter. Can the Mustangs get something going? Trailing 41-28, held just one bucket there in the third quarter of play as they were outscored 9-6 at the free throw line. Dittmer starts it off right. Lindsay hits a little 12-footer, and she now has six points in the basketball game, 41-30 in favor of Amherst. They were up by 16, five straight here for SEM. And Amherst with a basketball facing a man-to-man here, and a reach-in foul going to be called. That looks like it's on Michaela Dittmer. And for Michaela, that's her third. Lindsay has three. Williams has two. And Amherst to throw it in. They'll try to get it to Hadwiger on the block. She's double-teamed. Out to Arnold. Back to Palmer. 17-footer. Straight away. No good. Rebound brought down by Sage Williams. She's got a team-high Eight rebounds, and they'll try to cut it into single digits on this possession. On the right elbow, Lindsey Dittmer gets it on the baseline to rip. It's going to be blocked by Taryn Hadwiger and taken away. 18 turnovers for SEM, 10 unofficially here for Amherst as Amherst tries to lob it into Hadwiger. Rip defends it well and denies the entry pass, bats it out of bounds. Ronco ball again underneath their own hoop. Everybody lined over to the same side on the left. Looking for Shockey underneath. Well, they get it to her, but she's too far underneath, and she's camped out. Are we going to get a three-second? Yeah. Somebody had to whistle it, and they do up top. So a three-second violation here against the Broncos. And SEM with a basketball. Down 41-30. Seven minutes to go in a basketball game. SEM will fire it up the floor to Dittmer. McKella on the right wing into the corner, right side to rip. Bounce pass into Lindsay over Shockey. Off the mark, no good. Rebound, Shockey had it, and then SEM tried to tie her up, was standing out of bounds, and so it ends up being Shockey with her eighth rebound and Amherst basketball. Hadwiger, Shockey, Arnold, now back in, Tensioner and Palmer. Full court pressure, man-to-man here for SEM, trying to make something happen. There's a steal by Sage Williams to Dittmer underneath, and she's fouled. Nice play by Sage Williams. And trying to finish now will be Michaela Dittmer, who leads the team with eight points, but those were all in the first half. Songson and Sarah Rip each have seven. For Amherst, Emily Arnold and Taryn Hadwiger each have 11. Arnold, all of her points in the first half. Free throw is up, and it is good for Michaela Dittmer. And they're going to have to make them to get back in a game. The foul, by the way, on Emily Palmer was her second. Second free throw up. And that went in and out, no good. Shockey grabs her ninth rebound and finds Arnold. 
Arnold might have to take care of the basketball a little more here in the fourth quarter with a 10-point lead. She didn't have to as much there in the third. Shockey underneath tries to kick it out, tipped and taken away. Another steal by Sage Williams. And she will bring the ball up the floor herself as everybody else is there. And then she tries to make the crossover dribble and carries it. And that'll be turnover number two. So that's kind of been the story for SEM. Just when they can have something, they make something positive happen like a steal or they make a bucket, then they can't make it two times in a row. They can't capitalize on it to get a little run going here. Amherst right now really just hanging on. They've only got two points in about the last six minutes, and they're up 41-31. Up top with it, Arnold. On the right side of the key, she'll use the left-hand dribble and bring it over on the wing to Emily Palmer. Palmer off the screen, sees room, comes in the paint and got grabbed. Sage Williams grabbed her on the arm on the way up. And for Sage, that'll be her third personal foul. Both Dittmers have three. And Emily Palmer, two for two at the line, has six points. As a team, Amherst is six of 12. SEM is five of 10. Free throw, no good. Don't forget when we're all done, the new West postgame show. We'll give you the final stats of the girls' game and then get you ready for the boys' contest. The lead of the Fort Carney Conference on the line, 11-0 SEM, 15-1. Amherst, second free throw, Palmer up and in. So she got one of two. And remember, SEM had their pre-holiday tournament called off because of the weather. They just canceled it. So those were two games that both the boys and girls lost, and that's why they've only played 11 and 13 games respectively. And on the inbounds, SEM just flat out threw it in the crowd. And Amherst will get a break and get the basketball back. Arnold off the screen, brings it to the left elbow, draws the double team to Palmer. Palmer from 14, no good. Backside rebound brought down by Hadwiger. She'll kick it back out top. Nothing there for Tinscher. She'll give it to Arnold for the three. It is no good. Long rebound is grabbed by Sarah Rip. She's got five in the half, six in the game. To Songson, bounce pass underneath. Dittmer, Lindsay puts it up, no good. Shockey made her change her shot there just at the last instant. She was late getting there defensively, but got her hand up, and Emily Arnold will get the board. 42-31 Amherst. Five and a half to go. Palmer is open again, and she is fouled again. As she got into the paint for a little 10-foot jumper. And you have to wonder, SEM not the deepest team. Are they starting to wear down? They have not been able to use quite as many subs. And the foul is the fourth on Michaela Dittmer. The free throw is off the iron for Emily Palmer. Michelson in, Shockey out. For Amherst, looking for their third win in a row to get to 7-11. And now the second free throw on the way, and that won't go. Rebound, Lindsay Dittmer. That'll be her fifth of the game. Quickly out to Michaela. Back to Lindsay, the trailer, who just hands it to Songson at the top of the circle. Into the ball game is the freshman, Faith Weitzel. She grabs the ball on the right wing. Now Trapp gets it to rip deep in the right-hand corner. Kicks it back out to Songson. She'll put the ball on the floor and on the drive. A reach-in foul going to be called on Amherst, and both teams are in the bonus. Emily Palmer, her third. That's actually number 10. So SEM gets to shoot two free throws every foul the rest of the way. And Jocelyn Songson, who's one of two, has seven points, will shoot two. And the first one is up and no good. 42-31 Amherst. 5.04 remaining here in our girls' contest. Second free throw on the way, and there it is. So Jocelyn hits one of two. She's got eight points, but again, only two field goals in the second half for SEM. Some free throws have at least kept them within shouting distance, 42-32. 
Amherst by 10. Five minutes to go. Emily Arnold up top. She'll switch it off to Palmer. Off the screen and roll. Backdoor bounce pass to Michelson. Cut off there by Lindsay Dittner. Trying to find Tinsher to get her the ball. She forced her the ball. It's off the knee. And we've got a foul called here. Is it a trip? Is it a kick? And it looks like the foul's going to be on Amherst trying to get the ball back. So give SEM credit for the steal. And now they're going to shoot some free throws as Tinchner called for her second foul. And we're going to get a timeout here. Coach Dietz got to settle his kids down. Not much has happened for them here over the last eight minutes. They've only scored three points, but they still have a 10-point lead. 4.44 to go in the game. Amherst 42, SEM 32. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now, but if you want first pick on their 2017 inventory or want to special order a new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and check out the full lineup of Larson FX fishing boats or the new Four Winds RS SS 230s. They also have great buys on pontoons and tritunes. Buzz's offers competitive no-hassle financing for new and pre-owned boats, so it's one-stop shopping. The best dealer between Denver and Omaha. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine. South Central Avenue, Carney. With our producer engineer, Ed Smith, Doug Duda back with you here as we're ready to shoot some free throws out of the Amherst timeout. And the first free throw is good for Lindsay Dittmer. She'll get a second one because we are in the double bonus. On the way, and it is good. And so free throws help at SEM a little bit at a time. They've cut it to eight. It was 16 at 41-25. It's now 42-34 with 4.40 to go in the game. Amherst with a basketball. Tinsher up top. Gives it over to Arnold. Arnold off the screen. Back to Tinsher. She is able to get inside with some good body position, but then the shot is no good. Lindsey Dittmer gets the rebound, and then she is fouled. And Amherst now just has to be told very sternly to quit fouling. That is the third on Tinchner. And at the line, it's going to be Lindsay Dittmer again. Can she keep it up? She just made two the last trip down the floor. This free throw is on the way and no good, a little strong. Still plenty of time. And you got to figure somebody's going to get a little run. Just two buckets are huge right now. Either way. Amherst gets a couple buckets. SEM gets a couple buckets. Going to change the way this game's played over the last two and a half minutes. We've got four and a half to go. Lindsay Dittmer hits the second one. She's got five in the quarter, nine in the game. 42-35. Amherst trying to hold on here, but they need some help offensively. Hadwiger takes the pass to Arnold back out top to Tensioner. Also in there, Michelson and Palmer. Amherst just looks a little timid. They're definitely not shooting the three ball as much as they did. Of course, one of the reasons is more of a matchup here for SEM. They have played some man here in the second half, and it's definitely helped. As Titcher out between the circles, four minutes to go. Gives it to Palmer. Crossover dribble, trying to get it to Hadwiger. That's been the money play. She's in the post. Missed it. Got her own rebound. Strong dribble. She'll be fouled. Boy, she sure knows what to do when she gets the ball in the post. 
Taryn Hadwiger, just a sophomore, will go to the line. Now she has to find a way to make some free throws because she was just three of eight in the first half. She's got 11 points, and the foul is the first of the game on Songson for SEM, and the free throw is no good. It is nervous time a little bit for the coaches. 42-35. Amherst trying to add to the lead, and they will. So Taryn Hanwiger gets one of two. She's got a dozen points. 43-35. Your score with 3.40 to go. Turnaround jumper Dittmer. Somebody must have got a hand on the ball because it hit underneath the iron, and Taryn Hanwiger got the rebound. 3.30 to go. So the last 90 seconds, not a whole lot has happened. A free throw each way. Palmer up top to Arnold. Hand on her face. There's Sage Williams. She's had a couple steals, but Arnold drives around her this time. Then kicks it back out. Palmer, tensioner at the top of the circle. Dribbles to the right side, weak side. Gets it underneath to Hadwiger. Turnaround jumper off the glass is good. Taryn Hadwiger, back-to-back money plays. And that's what we were talking about, the lead to 10. As Songson forces it up the floor, a little out of control, trying to get the ball. Does to Williams. Back up Dittmer at the free throw line. Puts the jumper up. No good. Offensive board ripped. She's fouled on the way up. And again, doesn't matter. Every foul is two shots now. Pretty amazing. Amherst had two fouls called on him in the first half, and that is, what is it, 12 or 13 here in the second half. Second on Hadwiger. And at the line, Sarah Rip. Three of four, all in the last quarter, has seven points. And the free throw on the way, and good. So far here in the quarter, nine free throws attempted by SEM. And they've made six of them. 45-36. And the second free throw now. On the way for Rip. And it hit the front of the iron. No good. Rebound brought down by Emily Arnold. Her fifth. Outlet pass front court. Tensioner, Tensioner trying to take it all the way in. Does hit the rim on the way up. No good. Rebound Sarah Rip. Her eighth of the ball game. And here come the Mustangs. They need a bucket. Down nine. Into the corner, Michaela Dittmer back to rip. Free throw line jumper off the iron, no good. And Michelson gets the rebound. A good job here in the fourth quarter, actually, of hitting the boards by Amherst as Palmer down the lane, gives it off to the trailer. Michelson, seven-footer, no good. Follows her shot, can't get it to go. Then we're going to get a jump ball between Michelson and Sarah Gladder. The arrow points the way of Amherst. You know, there's been a lot of jump balls when you use up the entire scorebook Allotment of jump ball checkoff boxes. Folks waiting to get into the boys' game. It is going to be a pretty full house. Here's Arnold for three out of the inbounds. It's no good, but the long rebound comes out to Palmer, and Palmer will kick it outside. Let's see if Coach D says, yeah, he says spread the floor here. 2-10 to go, up by nine. Make SEM come out and play defense. Emily Arnold with a basketball. Gives it to Tinsher. Into the cutter. Oh, there's Shockey underneath. Turnaround jumper. Good. They spread the floor. Got it to Shockey. And Jaden with her first bucket of the game. And that might just be enough to do it as SEM will call timeout. They've made some free throws but just can't get any buckets. And with 1.53 to go in a basketball game, this timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Amherst 47, SEM 36. Community is a place that means coming together, a place where smiles are warm, where handshakes are firm, the day's work is honest, 
Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. We work for farm and ranch families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm or ranch, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Visit nefb.org to learn more. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Nebraska men's basketball just underway on the breeze, 94.5. The women throttled tonight by Purdue, 88-45. Here, SCM, they're going to get a three out of the timeout. It's on the way by Pierce, and no good. Rebound brought down by Michelson, who is hitting the board here in the second half. Palmer up the floor. Amherst now has to be content to just hold the basketball. They don't need the shot. They'll get it to Hadwiger on the block. She'll have it blocked down low by Lindsey Dittmer, grabs the loose ball and kicks it back out. Only a minute 20 to go, and Amherst is up by 11. Now they have to learn how to win in this situation. And Coach Dietz again says spread the floor out here. And that's what they're doing, play and keep away. And a foul up top will be called on Jenea Pierce. But SEM just dug too big of a hole. They were down 16 here in the second half. They cut it to seven, and we said just four points. They could cut it to three, or Amherst could go up 11. Amherst up 11, and now they are looking for more as Tinchner will go to the line, and the one-and-one is no good. Rebound brought down by Lindsey Dittmer. And up the floor they'll come, but a walk on SEM. Our Sarah Care Hospice moment of the game. That's four, just that little four-point swing that is going to determine it here for Amherst. A Sarah Care Hospice caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all of the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call a Sarah Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. Amherst pushes the ball into the front court with one minute to go. Tensioner dribbling around towards Hadwiger. Down to the right block. They'll kick it back out to Arnold. Good job here by the Broncos. Spread the floor, play keep away. All the way out the center circle, Arnold hands it off. Palmer with 45 seconds, just being content. Ball tipped, but could not be stolen by Pierce. Ends up in Tinchner's hands, right back to Palmer on the right wing. They do try to lob it inside to Hadwiger, and the ball knocked away for another jump ball. And this time the arrow points the way of SEM. 35 seconds to go. Back in will be Jocelyn Songson. So SEM will fall to 2-12. and 12. Amherst will win their third in a row and get to 7-11. and 11. And both play Saturday in the play-in games of the FKC tournament. Stay with us. The boys' game should be a dandy. Songson into the lane, takes the jumper block. Taryn Hadwiger gets her second block. Ball is picked up, though, by Lindsey Dittner. SEM's going to get another chance here as Michelson taps the pass out of bounds. 19 seconds to go. The New West Post Game Show coming up with all the final stats, so stay with us. At a jam-packed gymnasium here in Sumner. Inbounds past Songson. She'll get the three away. It is no good. And then on the rebound, we get a foul. Kind of an unnecessary one. But Arnold will get a chance to add to her point total. She scored all 11 of her points in the first half, hitting three threes. And fouling out of the game is going to be Sage Williams. She wasn't half, She's not your offensive player, but she had a ton of steals, two points, eight rebounds, and a bunch of steals. 
as Emily Arnold will shoot the one and one with 16 seconds to go. On the way, and it's in and out, no good. Rebound brought down by Sarah Gladder. Last trip down the floor here for SEM. Songson needs some help, then has it taken away. Then we get a jump. The arrow still points the way of Amherst. With seven seconds to go. SEM still going to guard the ball. Amherst, they went for the steal. Gladder actually got the steal. Gets it to Songson. Songson will drive in, and her shot at the buzzer is no good. And that is the basketball game. So Amherst didn't play as clean in the second half as they did in the first half offensively, but defensively, they just continued to shut SEM down and held them to just two field goals in the entire second half. A lot of free throws but only two buckets and no threes after they made four in the first half. Final score, Amherst 47 and SEM 36. Back with the numbers after this on the New West Post Game Show on KKPR-FM. Carney Sumner, Amherst. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney And welcome back to SEM. Again, a big thank you to William Wagner and the crew here, as always, for their hospitality. It's time for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. For SEM, five players scored, and they were the five starters, and four of them were between eight and nine points. Jocelyn Songson had eight points. In the basketball game, she had three rebounds. Mackenzie Beatty had a rebound. Sage Williams, as we said, two points, eight rebounds, a ton of steals in the game. We had Michaela Dittmer with nine points, five rebounds. Sarah Gladder, five rebounds. Lindsay Dittmer, nine points, seven rebounds, two blocks. And Sarah Rip, eight points, a team high, nine rebounds, and one block shot. 16 rebounds in the first half, 22 in the second half. No free throws attempted in the first half, 10 of 18. In the second half, three-point shooting, 4 of 9 in the first half, 0 of 4 in the second half. Turnovers, 12 in the first half, 10 in the second half. SEM had 22 points at halftime. They were held to 14 in the second half. Still a little above their season average, though. 36 points, 38 rebounds, 
10 out of 18 at the free throw line, 4 of 13 from three-point land, three blocks, 22 turnovers. SEM now 2-11, and 11, and the SEM girls will play Saturday in the play-in game at Eustis Farnham at 6 o'clock. A win gets them to Axtell on Monday night. We'll look at the final numbers for Amherst right after this. Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at Hastings.edu. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. PlatteRiverPreps.com is your source for high school sports results and updates seven days a week. Covering over 70 teams across central Nebraska, whether you're a high school athlete, a proud parent, or a sports fan, you'll stay on top of your teams at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Back of the U.S. postgame show with the final numbers for the Amherst Lady Broncos. They had eight different players score today. Emily Palmer, seven points, three rebounds, and a block. Natalie Kratzer, four points and a block. Emily Arnold, 11 points all in the first half when she hit 3-3, six rebounds. Taryn Hadwiger is the game's leading scorer with 14 points, four rebounds, two blocks. Michaela Tinchner had a three-point bucket, one rebound for Bailey Lambertus. Then Michaela Michelson, four points, seven rebounds. Abby Martinson, two points, four rebounds. And Jaden Shockey, two points and a team-high nine rebounds. 11 rebounds in the first half, 23 in the second half. Just had a lot more missed shots and both teams had more rebounds in the second half. Free throw shooting obviously has to improve for Amherst. They were 4 of 10 in each half. Three-point shooting, 4 of 10 in the first half, 1 of 5 in the second half. Turnovers, 5 in the first half, and then 11 in the second half, as we were kind of saying they weren't quite as clean there offensively in the third and fourth quarters. 32 points at halftime, just 15 in the second half. 47 points, 34 rebounds, 8 out of 20 at the free throw line, 5 of 15 from three-point land, 4 blocks, and 16 turnovers. But Amherst wins their third in a row to get to 7-11 with a 47-36 win here at SEM. And Amherst will have a game at Pleasanton against Wilcox Hildreth Saturday night at 6 o'clock. The winner will get Elm Creek on Monday night at Elm Creek at 745. We're going to take about a 15-minute break and then be back with the highly anticipated boys game, 15-1 Amherst, ranked third in C2, 11-0 SEM, ranked ninth in D2 for the conference lead and maybe the regular season championship. Until then, you've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. For our producer, Ed Smith, I'm Doug Duda. Don't forget Husker basketball at Northwestern right now, also airing on the breeze, 94.5. Final score, Amherst 47, the SEM girls 36.